Real. Uncensored. Thing sucks. Unpredictable. You want anarchy? No. Ozzy, the sports junkie. Only on Ozzy the Ozzy the Ozzy the, Ozzy the, Ozzy the sports junkie. Dot com. We'll do it live. I gotta go. Ah. Oh! Well, it's nice to start to show off where if somebody's the band right. Could play. I think they forgot their sheet music. Oh, but, all right. Now, uh, you you do the intro, and before you get started, yes, I, I gotta open up the show. All right. Okay. So, all right, here we Ozzie go. The sports junkie. Jay Jacobson, No Holds Barred is the show. We talk about everything and anything. We kind of base it around sports, but we can go off the freaking map. Religion, sex, politics, dogs, food, love, lust, er- erotica. Well, you Remember know the erotic show? No, that wasn't you. That was another somebody else. What erotic show? Jay. What did I miss? Yesterday had to be a pretty erotic day for you as well, your as your Jets get a win over the Cowboys. We will not go winless this season. What a great uh, game yesterday uh, at 425. They're, they're the national calling, game. They're calling for Garrett's head. There's 50,000 people that have a Fire Garrett website up and running. Oh, that's been going. You know, anything associated with, uh, with what's Cowboys. his name? Jerry, uh, what's his name? Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. I was going to call him Jerry Davis. Anything well, you always say it's kind of like Trump. You just expect people to get fired or leave. Well, he is pretty. He has underperformed as a Cowboys coach, but I guess screw him. I don't care about their problems. Your Jets got to win, and I was happy. I for was you. happy. Darnold was back. It shows what a leader can do. A twenty-one years old. I, I he's got so much poise. I'm very excited about his and my New York Jets future. But I'm very surprised because. I expected you to, like, just go into one of your zombie tirades over the Bucks yesterday. Yes. And I was going to play therapist, but you're, is it 24 hours after? And you're a little bit calmer? Actually, it's more Actually, than 24 hours. I'm later. relieved. You know why I'm relieved? What are you relieved about? Because the day Arians was hired, I said, well, thank God. Because for uh, the, my talking heads around town, my sources, well, if new quarterback, new coach means new quarterback. Now, he immediately uh, uh, vaulted Jameis. As starter, no questions. This guy's the next Joe Namath. I'll just tweak him a little bit. And as having watched every game his kids played, I'd say, well, four years in, how, what are you going to do exactly to tweak him? All of a sudden, he's going to make great decisions, and he's going to have pinpoint accuracy, and he's going to have speed out of the pocket and good footwork and yada, yada, yada. So I said, well, now you know what we're going to do? We're going to waste the first year of a guy who's probably on a limited clock anyways, and that's exactly what we have and he danced around it, but he dances no more as Jameis throws five yesterday. He's not the only problem. I'm not going to sit here and be so myopic to think that Jameis Winston's the only problem with the Buccaneers. Their defense is playing like shit. The back, the, the secondary can't stop anybody. I don't know if it's the scheme, the players, no talent. But I thought Todd Bowles had a this thing tick into the uptick, but apparently not. The offensive line, sure, they're a sieve. You know something, Jake? Show me an offensive line in football where every man plays correct on every play. It never happens. Uh, first of all, let's let's be honest with regards to there were six turnovers. You can't expect the defense when they're on the field. And I, it, maybe right. if you look at the minutes and they're close. But the bottom line is six turnovers. That means you just got off the field and then you're going back on the field. Just sure. like that. And it's very difficult for a defense to play that way. As far as Jameis, inconsistent. One good day, one bad day. I, this is one thing you brought up to me before the show, because I told you I didn't really want to talk about it until we got on the air, so it's really fresh. But you said that Jameis, which was a first, his first pass was intercepted and his last pass was intercepted. You wanted to know if anybody had ever done that before, and I, I don't have an answer for oh, that. I was hoping that maybe you did a little research no, on that. I, I did we'll not. We'll find out before the show's over, because we have no, internet we here. Yes, yeah, we will. No, we will. I, I got an intern in here. I don't think His anybody is, could find that, but from, I will tell you he's this. He's an Asian kid. Very uh, smart. Stop it. I think no. His name starts with an it's X and ends with an X. And he must be a good speller as well, right? Can you get into the office, please? Can you get into the office? He'll be in in a minute. He's down there sorting out stuff. I had never seen this before. A quarterback, Jameis, goes back to pass. Yes. All right? Gets the ball almost taken away, but they recover. And on the next play, he gets hit, fumbles, and they don't recover. Carolina has the ball. I had never seen back-to-back plays where a quarterback fumbled, and especially when you retrieve the first one, and then the next play, you give it up again. Again, I'm not going to sit here and say that that line, that the whole right side of the line was out yesterday. They had two guys started that, that were probably, well, this time last year, one of them played with Arians before. You know, a couple of tomato cans in there, but you got to field somebody. Look, there was pressure on him. I've, I've, I've replayed. Uh, I was up last night watching 40,000 hours of video on this game. God. 
Um, sure, he's got pressure. In some plays, he had no chance at all. I'm not going to give every single interception, every single fumble was entirely his fault. How about the throw to Keekley over the middle? Not a red jersey south of Brighton. Yeah, but how about O.J. Howard fumbling balls? How about yeah. Mike Evans streaking down the left side? He would have waltzed, did a ballet, and a tumble yeah. sauce to walk into the end zone on a perfectly thrown ball, and he drops it. So what? there is a lot of issues going there on there now. I'm not going to end it. That's what I said. That's why I blanketed that by saying, I'm not pointing the stink finger exclusively at Jameis Winston like if they had another quarterback, but I'm telling you this. You can't fire the team. They fired, they fired a coach last year. They're not going to fire Aaron this year over, Absolutely over this. Absolutely not. They're going to get rid of Winston. They're not going to give him $30 million. No, okay. There's no way. There's no way they're going to give him that money. But nobody else is either. So offer him something. Unless you have something else in mind, unless you're a top three pick and you got the quarterback of your future, whether it's Bear from Oregon or whoever's out there that's coming out, whether it's Tua, who's going to probably be the number one pick coming out of Alabama, if, unless you're guaranteed to do that, what are you going to do? Who else out there are you going to take? Is, is Cam Newton going to be free now that Allen is playing four wins in a row for Allen after Cam Newton goes down? I mean, how about Carolina and Allen, what he's done? 26-year-old, undrafted you know, guy, and now he is bringing Carolina to a whole nother level. I'm saying, I would trade Winston for that backup. I have, I have not seen a starter or backup in the league this year who I wouldn't take over our quarterback right now. That's, that, I mean, oh, no, the Jets guy who filled in for, uh, well, a, third, for Darnold, a third stringer. Even I mean, Simeon, who was a backup, who got hurt, you wouldn't trade Winston for him. All right, let me, let me throw you this out. So the, uh, the uh, Carolina Panthers now with that stud young quarterback, I mean, he looked phenomenal. Allen's very He's, poised. They back. have not lost since they lost the Four Bucks no. in week two. 4 0. Cam Newton so goes Cam down. Cam Newton, maybe. Well, how about this? How about we trade him a second, a third, and a couple of can, uh, soup cans, and we get Cam Newton to play the end of his career? You wouldn't take Newton in, in Tampa? Well, I don't I'll tell you another. I, Arians doesn't have time to groom a, a college quarterback. We draft one, but you need a pro to start next year. I, I don't think Carolina is going to do anything but a number one. Or I, I just don't. I trade Cam, a number one. Look, Cam Newton has a talent. We know that. Maybe more. So, Winston has some talent. He might not be as head smart. Cam Newton is a little bit of a a character out there. I know there were some character issues, which I think is a little bit blown apart when, when it comes to Winston. But when it comes to Cam Newton, I'm not sure what you get. He's a very personable guy. Great smile. He's done some commercials. He's a sellable guy. I'm not sure what's going on in his head because the talent is certainly there. The, is it maybe he's taken so many shots because he's such a big guy and he goes on head on with a defender? Maybe he's lost a little bit of the, I don't know, his mentality because of it or physically is hurting from it. So I don't know what Ka- uh, Carolina is going to do. It's not my concern. I would take they, Cam Newton. They've they got a problem because they've got to decide when Cam Newton comes back. Do you bring you take out Allen, who right now is 4-0 and playing great football and oh. seemed to have inspired Carolina? I'm, I'm, who the hell have even heard of the guy? I mean, I never heard of the guy until he, two weeks ago when he, it turns out, oh, wow, who's this kid in Carolina? Who's this kid in Carolina? He was a quarterback for Houston in college. The, the freaking, uh, the run and gun, the run and shoot. He the, was, the I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know if he was a run and shoot when he, you know, he's only 26, so he came out the, four years ago. Do you recall the days of the Houston Cougars yes. with Klingler? Or was Klingler Texas Tech? Who was the, the quarterback? Klingler that, was Texas Tech. I know that Andre Ware played at Houston. Andre Ware, who they, was a Heisman Trophy winner and a bust in the NFL. They had guys coming out of Houston throw 40000 a well, year. Who was the, uh, the coach was the guy from June the Washington. No, no, no. June Jones was Hawaii. He, started, he was at Texas Tech. I think he was. I no, was but at Houston, it was um, the the defensive man for Washington during their, during their heydays. Joe with, Bugle? No. Pars, someone to pay. Coach, oh, uh, uh, Parsipian. No, I'll find it. That I'll Google. I won't, Tra- I won't Google. Uh, George, George Plimpton? That was a book, Jake. I'll find it. You'll know. At any rate, I was just corrected. I, excuse me if I spaced out there. I, I erroneously put a tweet out there. That, that Bruce Arians, I, I'm going to blame this on Rick Stroud. <laughs> this is from the Tampa Bay Times. Post game yesterday, I thought I heard, how do you justify Jameis keeping his job when, with a performance like that? And he goes, the problem is we got nobody uh, pushing him for his job. Well, that's what I said. Unless you have somebody else, he's your, you got to go with him. He's not going to have six turnovers again. And, it, and you pointed out right from the start, you got to look, the offensive line, you're getting hit. 
You're knocked around. You're, you're trying to find holes in the pocket so you can have some time. You're forcing balls because you know there's a rush coming up. It was not a good day yesterday for that offensive line not and gonna, not a good day for Winston. And I don't see him correcting it. Sometimes you just have to pull the pin on it and say, look, it's not, it's not happening here. Let's, let's try something else because it's not happening. They're never going to improve and get – because as a Bucks fan, you know, I'm trying to blow smoke up my own ass if that's possible – to believe that this team is moving forward, and I thought they were ha- inching a little bit north of this cesspool of the last 15 years of coaches and draft picks and free agents just circling down the drain. But it, ha- when did you put a plug in that drain and start to build up some water? You can't fire the coach. You can't fire the team. Well, not now. You fire the no, quarterback. No, no. You By fire the, way, the quarterback. It was Jack Pardee. Jack Pardee Hardy. A great player for the Redskins Co- during the, Bears the great in the 70s. And he was, a, he was the run-and-gun guy with... Uh, with um, with the Houston Cougars, 1987 to 1989, three years of pure bedlam, and it was a lot of fun. I used to watch the Jack Pardee show on Channel 2 in Chicago. He was the Bears head coach right before one Neil Armstrong, not the man who walked on the moon, the uh, football coach, took over there in Chicago. Now, let's, let's, let me just bring up the scenario, and we'll get to college football because it was a great weekend oh, for that oh, as well. Unbelievable. But you've got to love the playoff system now because – Back then, you really had, well, you still do in a way. You have to look at the schedule, and you have to look at the top teams and who they played. And there are certain teams going into the season, and during the beginning of the season, you might say, this is a very good team. If you beat them, it tells a lot. But it really doesn't always come to fruition that way. Because if you look at what the Buccaneers have done this year, that 55-40 pacing they did in the Rams a few weeks ago, and you look at the Rams now, this is not the same team. They were awful yesterday, the Rams. Boy, this is not the same team we saw last year go to the World C- uh, the Super Bowl. It's not the same team, that Super Bowl team, who basically got shut down by the entire— uh, I mean, that was a boring, low-scoring game against the Patriots. From that moment on to now, the Rams are—and I'll go through some of the disappointments this year in the NFL. Teams you expected— who have taken it down a notch or maybe two. Yeah, the Rams, they're definitely a disappointment. I, I thought the Bucks took an uptick when they went in there and laid 55 on them, but you can see the cracks in the in the uh, concrete there. I mean, their defense, every time the Bucks scored, the Rams went right down the field. I mean, San Francisco goes into Rams yesterday undefeated. Rams struggling at 3-2. and two. I expected the Rams to beat the 49ers yesterday, and I watched the game. I don't care if Gurley didn't play. Good teams lose players. You know that. As long as you're not decimated, you lose players, you get over it, you got a great quarterback like Goff, you got receivers, then you make things happen. It didn't happen for the Rams yesterday. San Francisco totally, from start to finish, dominated the game. Would you go? I'll, I'll, I'll say it. San Francisco is the best team in the NFC right now. Look, you can't argue it. No, you can't. I mean, let let's see down the road. But right now, at five and zero, they are certainly, if not the, the best team in football, they're right. They're right there. But you can't. You look at it. Let's look at the disappointments this year. But, and I'm not saying they're not going to get better. Sure. Cowboys lose, lose to the Jets. They're now three and three. Philadelphia it's, gets destroyed by Minnesota. Now they're now three and three. These are disappointments going in the season. A lot of people expected the Eagles to win this whole thing, or at least go to the championship. You, bet, you better believe and right it. Right now, look, they're lucky enough that they're in a division that. Three and three, the Giants are right behind them at two and four is up for grabs. Then you go over to the 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 the, the AFC Chiefs. They've come yeah. down to earth, get destroyed last week at home against Indianapolis. Do not play well and lose yesterday. And then you got the uh, the Chargers and Pittsburgh, who have been total disappointment. Chargers lose again yesterday. Come on now. What's I going know. on I here? Mean, a, the AFC is up for grabs. Pittsburgh, okay. You lose Roethlisberger. You're struggling a little bit. You're to down to a out. third stringer. Do they have Bubby Brister Jr. in yes, there? Bubby I don't Brad. know. If it's a, that quarterback last week, he got knocked not cold. He had to take his face mask off. He still hasn't come back down to earth. But Andy Reid has yet to fix that Kansas City defense. And their offense, all right, they scored some points, but they struggled. Houston put a number on them, 31 points, 35 first downs. Holy out, God. And, and 40 minutes to 20 minutes. Ugh. So Kansas City struggling. Eagles, as I said, struggling. And the Rams yesterday lose to the 49ers. And again, as we brought up, I mean, Pittsburgh, okay. You can understand it to an extent. But the Chargers, I mean, what is happening? It's kind of good. I'm kind of glad that everything is up in the air this year. And I look at the Patriots who play the Giants on Thursday night. You know what, the 6-0. and But however they look the first three games of the series of the season, they haven't played really anybody that spectacular. And they did not look very good, especially offensively. No, they didn't. Brady looks old. The only guy on that team without Gronkowski who really makes a play on the offense is Edelman. I'll tell you what, 
with based on their schedule, they get the Jets twice. Nothing against your Jets. They're, they no. look like they're back well, on they the... they lost to the Jets. Uh, they beat the Jets early in the season, but they're going on Monday night. They go to the city uh, to MetLife, and they play Darnold, who's back. They're going to be inspired from this win. That'll be a great test for this that Jet a... team and the Patriots to see where they're both at. Oh, that's a Monday night football next week? Yep. Wow. I might have to come over for that. Uh, you just come over for a half. I would just lob in the chum in the waters. Come over. You came right to the top like a barracuda. <laughs> well, I, I and paused you, you looked for me right a in second. The eye and you said, yeah. you just looked me at, just right in the square in the face. You just Look. Before I came through the door, I, I you, right over the you, head you, you got me. You can come for the first half. I don't even want to come at all now. No, I want you okay. the first half, but I'm not I'm not a good guy to watch a game with when it's my I'm not, team. I'm not a good guy. I'm very miserable during the game. It's uh, I mean I've gotten better, but I'm overall I'm just not a I'm not a good guy. Well, <laughs> you're a great guy. You, but, just, so, you just don't like to have people around with you so, when you watch your sports. So think about this. Pittsburgh goes into uh, talk about struggling teams. Pittsburgh goes into Chargers who are struggling. You got Philip Rivers, probably a Hall of Fame quarterback, whether he wins the Super Bowl or not, playing against a second, third string quarterback for Pittsburgh. Had Pittsburgh struggling? How did Pittsburgh come away yesterday with a with a win? I'll tell you what, the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers and and. Uh Philip Rivers got it. He's got a limited shot clock now. If he doesn't get it done soon, he's about done. He might be because it was a long time ago when he got drafted by the Giants and swapped out for for Eli Manning. I mean, that's how long ago he got drafted. Drew Brees was still on the Charger roster. Let me ask you this: This is, a, I mean, a legitimate. I was a question. young man when that happened. Pardon me. This is a legitimate question. I mean, that was the whole scenario. Ten inches. Ten inches. With with. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, yes. Sorry. Yes. When Philip Rivers gets drafted by New York, or was it uh, Philip Rivers? Was it uh, wait, 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 wait? It was Peyton Manning got drafted by the Chargers, and then the trade for Philip Rivers is that is it was that Eli by the Chargers? Eli Manning and uh, Daddy said. came out and said, "I'm not going to play uh, out there because we don't like that owner. He uh, he got too many colored folks working for him. We <laughs> we like to keep him in line here in Louisiana. That's not what happened. Don't start trouble. All right. Eli Manning wins two Super Bowls with the Giants. Yeah, but I would say. Philip Rivers is a better quarterback. I guess and that's if, my opinion. If you had to start a team at the beginning of their career, I would take Rivers too. He's I, got the sexier numbers. He's a more except Super Bowls. I don't know. He has a little bit more pocket presence, although he is a he is a you know a, a pocket passer. But I think he has a little bit more than Eli Manning, and I just like his gunslinging mentality. And I've seen Eli Manning throw really some of the dumbest balls I've ever seen. But a, a solid quarterback. You can't win a Super Bowl without really being a solid quarterback unless you're, uh, what's his name, for the, uh, uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. Who was, Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer was just. You know, Trent Dilfer uh, was on this morning on uh, Colin Coward. As I pointed out to El Squared, I said, now here's the guy, as Harry would say. Here's the guy they ran out of Tampa Bay. He went on. Now he won a Super Bowl. God bless me when he won it in Tampa Bay very easily. Now, obviously, that was all defense. Maybe the greatest defensive team short of the 85 Bears. And the 86 Giants. Yeah. 86 Giants had a hell of a... And a five-year run of the Steel Curtain, at least. How about... But the but the Ravens' offense, defense of that year, that year is legendary. I would say to me, Bears are the number one that I have seen in my life yeah. for one year. And I would say probably the Ravens for one year were, were probably second. Because Throw Trent the Buccaneers Gilbert, in that. The Buccaneers' Super Bowl team was that pretty is true. good. Top five. That is absolutely... But they did have a solid... Backup, ter- well, we, I don't think Johnson was a backup for Minnesota, but Johnson had a really solid year that year. Point being, I said, here's a guy, Dilfer, that Dumig up in uh, Tampa. I mean, that was his fodder for a three-year period. Every Monday was, and all week long was, get rid of this guy, get rid of this guy, get rid of this guy. And I, I have to say it, I, I supported him at first, but towards the end, you had to get rid of him. I don't think Trent Dilfer at times looked as bad as Winston looked yesterday and has looked before. I don't remember Trent Dilfer ever throwing a five-pick game but, and just having uh, no presence in the pocket. Again, I say, how does he get from all the way to the pro? And, you know, I blame a lot of this on playing in that goddamn ACC. If he was an SEC quarterback, he would not have gone number one. You don't get – in the NFL, there's no Georgia Tech, my friend. There's no NC but State. He, he did win the big games when he had a play. Yeah, the he top lost the championship team. game against Mariota. But he also he won. He did win one. I mean, the guy, he's a nice guy, but he's just not getting it done in Tampa. I'm I, sorry. Yeah, but don't, the numbers speak for themselves. He has 81 turnovers for I, most of any player in the NFL. I get it. 81. I get it, but no. If you gave me 
Trent Dilfer coming out of college or in his prime, and he didn't really have a prime against Jameis Winston. Every single time you ask me the question, I'll tell you, I'll take Jameis Winston over Trent Dilfer wow. in a second. Wow. In a beat. Would you take a 10-6 and six, uh, Josh Freeman? It's easy to pick the guy's best year. I'll tell you, if Josh, Fre- I don't know what happened there, but I remember there was some talk. Josh Freeman trade for Mark Sanchez because Sanchez was a number two quarterback drafted. Stafford came one to Detroit, and then Stafford, I think, was a number, th- uh, or Sanchez was number three or five. I forget where the, he landed with the Jets as far as a, a draft pick. For that one year, I really thought that Josh Freeman was the real deal. Big, Ten- strong, had the oh, arm, the whole thing. He could take off. He, he had the presence in the yes. pocket. He had the touch on the deep ball. He had the zip. And, well, I'll tell you what happened. Drugs and strippers. He came into Tampa Bay, and I've told this story a hundred times. He was the president at Kansas State. He was the president of the Christian Athletes Association. Well, a year in Tampa, where it's a little seedy, let's say, in certain sections, Here right around go. the stadium. Yeah, knock the, se- knock the he city. He was uh, three years in. Now, the 10-6 and six season, he looked phenomenal. 26 touchdowns, only 10 picks. The, the Bucks were 10-6 and six that year, the best record they've had since the Super Bowl. Next season, opener against the Jets, 45 minutes to kickoff. Shiano's first game. It was against the Giants, I should uh- say. Anybody seen uh, number 12? Was it, he's number five. He was 45 minutes before game time he showed up at the stadium. And as you recall, it wasn't a good day. Three weeks later, he was cut. Five weeks later, he started for the Vikings in Monday Night Football. The worst performance Ever. in the history of Ever. Monday Night Football. Ever. Two weeks later, he was out of football. He's never been seen again. He did come back and played like two games for the Colts. He tried to get resurrect his career in the Canadian Football League last year. He was cut by the Alouettes. It's mind-boggling. Uh, by the way, I, I make a mistake, and I apologize. Kyle Allen, the Carolina quarterback, came from Texas A&M, which is also a high-powered offense. He, he must have taken over for Johnny Football. Oh, wait a second. I, I, now I take back the, the – he played for both A&M and Houston. So I was right. Okay. So oh, you were right for, on both yes. accounts? Okay, now i got to cancel Jing Jing. He was going to come in. Jing uh, Jing, no. You go back now. You go back. I gotta uh, keep him in line. Now. So, all right. So we we talk. He's about hard this. of hearing. I have to say things twice. So the 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 Buccaneers and yesterday was or yeah nine thirty in the morning. I love the I love the idea of going back to London. I know they're playing this year where they play like five or six games out there. I thought Tottenham, where the uh, Tottenham beautiful. soccer team or football, beautiful stadium. Yeah. The crowd was great. Can I ask you and one I, question? And I love though. the 9.30 game. I love getting up, walking my dogs, coming back, showering, relax, having breakfast. How about the quad, some... du- quadruple header of football I saw yesterday? It was great. It was very bizarre, though, Jay Jacobson. Sitting there at as the Bucks game came to a close. And congratulations, by the way, for doing the show at Buffalo, Buffalo Wild Wings for your Joe Bucks fan yeah. talk. And there's, there's more to come on that, on that front. Some of them up there might need a little help. Might need a little uh, celebrity help. So... We'll, we'll, dress, we'll dress you up like your son. Hi, <laughs> kid. Um, yeah. Um, Kyle like, Allen is after t- 20, you to, to 23 sh- years old, by the way. So hey, you, is he here? I got to be honest. If they think he's the deal and the players perform for him, Carolina's got themselves a, quite big, a, big, quite a bargaining chip. And they got a big trouble ahead now when Cam Newton comes back, what they're going to do. Could you imagine that little bitch getting benched? Oh, my God. he would. The, the drama went... He's dramatic when they went when they went to the Super Bowl. Could you imagine if he gets set down? Oh, heavens to Betsy. That's going to be the best soap opera on TV. The I last, can't wait. The last three games against Texans, Jaguars, and these are good defensive teams, especially the Jaguars and the Buccaneers. Seven touchdowns, zero interceptions. So, unbelievable. I mean, he's, he just quietly snuck up on the league. And as you know as well as I do, every year, now some of them pan out. A lot of them don't. Every year, there's a backup that gets paid way too much money. True. Your your Matt Schwabs, your Scott Mitchells, yes. your Case Keenum. Scott Mitchell was the the worst. I know Matt Schaub got a lot of money well, to go also, to Houston. There was also Flynn who went to San uh, went to Seattle. Oh, Matt you, Flynn for I, Green Bay. You're right, and then went unceremoniously back. To Green Bay for a minimum contract. I mean, they fall flat on their face. Wasn't Flynn a left-hander? No, 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 no. Flynn was a right-hander. Nonetheless, he had one game wonder. And he Scott got, Mitchell was the left-hander. Scott Mitchell was the left-hander. Yeah. Went to Detroit, or did he go from Detroit? He went from to, Miami to Detroit. 
He and started then, with Miami, filled in for Marino, had a great season. How about, what's his name, from, uh, from New England? Had a great year when Brady went down. He went 10-6, and six, didn't make the playoffs, ended up in Kansas City as a backup. But originally was, you know, because he had that great season. Yeah, how was that he guy? He came from USC. Another USC player. Oh, he had all the pomp and circumstance. This guy's the next Joe Namath. I remember that. Matt Castle. If you That's need it. Matt Castle. Oh, see, That's every it. once in a while, there's some brain cells that are not impacted with all that bong water and, and uh, orange Bud Light, which they didn't have yesterday. But the girl there made me an orange Bud Light. She took mean? a fresh orange oh, and squeezed it. She squeezed it in there. By Good the way, food over there. Great food. They had half-priced appetizers for the first game. Oh, let me get to the story quickly, and then I can put that one to bed. So the Buccaneers game is coming to a close. Been there since quarter to nine. At Buffalo or, Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings on University in Sarasota. Which, by is, the that way, Bra- is that Bradenton or, you, or Sarasota? It is. Te- it's, uh, technically, it's Bradenton because okay. the other side of the university, that's the county line there. The county seat, they like to call it. Um, so yeah. we're getting ready to get out of there. I'm thinking, what's the 4 o'clock game? She goes, it's 1245. We hadn't even clicked the 1 o'clock meter yet. So we get home. We watched the 1 o'clock game. Oh, that's right. You thought I'm the an, Buccaneer I'm a game, game behind. was the, Okay. I'm yeah. a game behind. So 4 o'clock game felt like an 8 o'clock. The 8 o'clock game felt like 2 a.m. Then I parlay that into a, what was it, 12 innings up there? Or should I say 11. down there in Houston? 11. Was it 11? 11 innings. <laughs> Korea hits a home if run you, in the 11. As a Yankee hater like yourself, I've got to show you. Somebody made a meme of the Titanic theme with the Yankees hitting a home run. And the uh, Astros, or should I say the Astros hitting a home run, and the Yankees come off the field downtrodden. As a Yankee hater, you would absolutely love it. So it was quite a long day, but I'm not complaining. Shit, no, I'm not complaining. The food was good. L squared, I came home. She made snacks, what have you. Got a lot like your wife. I'm not going to put her in the same class as a, 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 a world-renowned oh, chef. you can. Bright, like beautiful, Emma. smart, uh, as far as cooking. As, as far as no, I'm cooking. saying everything. There's I mean, I mean like do. a king over there, man. I'm eating like a freaking king. A little encrusted bread with prosciutto. You kidding me? My palate's getting a little, uh, my palate's getting a little, uh, should I say, educated and a little condescending, not condescending. Condescending? How would my palate be if it doesn't, uh, I, I can't eat shit food anymore. Oh, you're spoiled. It, yeah, but what would the, would the term be? It wouldn't be condescending. It wouldn't, that's a, it's a, it's a bad quote. You know who we need in here? <laughs> Who's here as good as that? Is the Dutch kid we got. Get up in here and eat a word. You're We're running an international uh, intern program here. Chinese, Dutch. Where do I get the kid from Nairobi in here? If you need something quick, he is fast. It is Noah Holds Bard, Ozzy and Jake. Ozzy is Sports J- uh, Junkie. I'm Jake Jacobson. It is a day after a debacle in London at Tottenham, wherever they, Tottenham is. As a matter of fact, my brother-in-law is a, because uh, they live in England, he's a Tottenham, Sp- oh, Tottenham Spurs. He's a what, big Spurs what fan. What in the name of God is a hot spur? Is that when you go to the beach and you step on one of those things going back to your car? I have no. no. Why? All right, that's question one. Question two. I thought it was just Spurs. It is hot it's the Spurs. the hot Spurs. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, yeah. And it was artificial turf. They play no, soccer no, no. on artificial turf? No. So you didn't see. This was great. The, I was watching the NFL Network switching back and forth because they, since they were live there, uh, they had the pregame show early in the morning. So I'm watching this. So they showed the breakdown of the stadium. The stadium has these things uh, where the, the seats uh, start that yes. lift up. And then what happens is they slide the AstroTurf field. They have two fields. They have two fields. Oh Soccer's regular, regular turf. And they built it specifically because they had two football games from America. Boy, they, all the, they discovered dentistry over there. Now the Southern Building Stadium. It's, What's next? It's unbelievable that they actually did this for two football games a year to have AstroTurf so it doesn't beat up the field for soccer or their football. That's kind of weird. I was going to say. They have to go, when they say we're play, there's a football game, is it American <laughs> football or uh, European football? I guess that's how they would d- distinguish the two, American football, I because guess. their football is soccer. I call, it, I call it soccer. I don't care if I piss anybody off. Or maybe they spell it F-U-T-B-O-L instead of F-O-O-T-B-A-L-L. It's the British Open, and it's soccer. Because we, we don't follow King George's rules anymore. We started our own goddamn country, and we can make up our own words. Now, if you can name... Okay. Name, if you were asked, here's a game, okay, we think we like Obama, it. Obama, if need be. Would you call it football? I mean, the game is really done with your arm and, and throwing the ball. You know, feet is important, You're special right. teams, but most of the game is running and throwing. If any sport should be called football, it should be soccer, because that's the game is played with your feet and a ball. Correct. What would so, you call football? Handball? Well, that's what I'm asking you. What would you call it? It's too late to decide for that. No. No. We leave that to the ages. But am I right? It's really oh, not. Oh, I've a- thought that many a times. I thought you were going to tell me some, something that I 
I pondered during that that uh, game yesterday is they showed an overshot of the roof. Had like Constantine wire. Like, I loved it. What was that for? To keep the birds off of it or I something? Couldn't answer it. Maybe it's, for the wind. Parachuters maybe don't come in. Engineer said less wind would be swirling but around. But no, there was know. like sharp points at I the know. top. Is that for people trying to sneak into the game? I don't know. I'm not <laughs> smart. I can't figure these out. And <sighs> have I, you ever and, have you ever been to the Chop or any stadium where no, they've I've never been there? Shot come across this table and gut you. <laughs> have you ever seen guys who uh, come down on the on the rope like the army men? Oh, the uh, like uh, the balls of steel. They go, they jump off buildings like fire people. They oh. bounce from one level to the next and right. they just keep rolling down. That's, I think they, it's amazing. They had a gorgeous pregame. I, th- I thought the field looked phenomenal. The stadium looked great. Stadium, lo- I, I told you, they, they specifically, it's a new stadium. They specifically built it for American football. For both. So this way they can have two games a year guaranteed. They're going to make a lot of money. And I, how does it, Oz, I don't know if you know how this works, but for teams who, you look, the Buccaneers lose. The gate from home, and I know they split part of it with the opposing teams. They split a 50-50, don't they? But I, they might. But when you add now the travel expense to England, and you add that the playing in England's wherever that whatever the city they're playing it, sure. Do they split it three ways? How do they work that out? That that's you know I had an argument I'd be with interested someone. In how that happens? I would be too because I had an ir- argument with someone. I won't mention names. Fernandes, right? That the NFL oh, is I'll just for the Herald Tribune. So. <laughs> So world-bent on, on dominating, hell-bent on world domination. I said, just go ahead and move the Jaguars already. We all know it's coming. They're not staying in Jacksonville. Chaka Khan tried to buy Wembley. He tried to buy Wembley, and he probably has the money to do it, too. The Jaguars will not exist in Jacksonville very much longer. They're the perfect choice for London. But how the hell is that going to work? Because say they have two straight games in the U.S. and they play the Jets and the Chiefs. Do they go back between games? Well, we, we, I think we did discuss this, and my idea was it's the only thing you can do, or if you put a London team there, actually open up a franchise there, yeah. just start a new one, is you go eight games, the first eight games there, and the next eight games on the road. That would be the only really sensible way, unless you bring the Concord back, and you get, even though the time frame, but your, your travel is basically less time than it would be to going from Tampa to Los Angeles. You're, I don't. Who the hell would want that? That would be a horrible schedule. What if you have your? If you had a choice, Jake, would you take your first eight roadies or eight home games? What a brutal choice that or, would be. Or maybe you go four, 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 something like that. Either way, the players. Who's, who would want to play in that? Where do you live? You have two places then. Look, it's the same thing we're talking about with the uh, situation with the with the Rays in Montreal. So where you know? And it's about as do? silly. It's about as silly. But that, they they haven't had these games for ten years now, just for fun. Been, you, they're, they're peppering the market to put a team there. You, the thing about Jacksonville is I know they, it's kind of like Miami. They'll support the team if they're winning, but if you're not winning, they don't show up. But have you ever been to a game in Jacksonville? I've never even been to, to Jacksonville. Jacksonville, which is about a four-hour drive, give or take, is a really nice stadium, and they have improved it over the years where it's, as far as watching, there is not really a bad seat. There's no real second level. It kind of goes kind of intertwines with the next level up. So you're not really, if you're at the top of the stadium and not really high up, it is a great place because I've been to a bunch of Jet games there when they've gone to Jacksonville. Did you go to the Super Bowl there? Because that was no, a disaster. I did not. Remember I they, did had not. To, they had to bring in barges for uh, extra hotel rooms. They ran out of water, which people tend to use. Well, I, I, I don't remember that, but it is a great place to watch a game. And I'm surprised that they're having trouble selling it out because it's such a great place. To, they're great. The seats are great. Yeah, but they, they also took a page out of the Tropicana Field book of, of a business and tarped off the entire upper deck. That doesn't, again, that's because they're not selling out. It is a great place. And I'm telling you, from the upper deck, because we were in the press, I went, one of the games I went in the press box. Yeah. I'm going, this is an unbelievable place to watch a game. Because we're at the peak of the place, of the stadium, and you don't feel like you're high up. I think Stu Sternberg should buy the Jaguars. We can have two teams that sell no tickets. <laughs> and he can, hold every, upper he can hold every city in the world hostage. Call it Tarp Stadium. But Tarp Stadium. And then go over to London and find the least supported, successful uh, soccer team, football, and buy them too. Did you see Sternberg last week on the field with a big smile from ear to ear? I guarantee in the back of his mind he's thinking, God damn it. I didn't want this to happen. I wanted to finish in last place. Well, give, give them the raise, not Sternberg, but give the raise credit because Sternberg. I don't know if he was taking a chance, 
by, as you said earlier, before we even went on the air, about the idea that maybe the Rays, you know, just threw that out there to see, uh, to get things riled up. And, of course, we saw over the course of the two or three months since that announcement around beginning of July right. that there were record lows of four and 5,000 people showing up. But, boy, when they made the playoffs, and, boy, when they had the wild card against Houston, the place was crazed. It was insane. People went there. They opened up the upper deck. They got rid of the tarp, and it was great to watch the game. But you know what, people? I don't think it was a ploy. I think Sternberg not only was stirring the pot, he was just really setting you up for a possible sure. you know, catastrophe of leaving. It wasn't all bullshit, but a lot of it was to create, put the feet to the flames. But nobody showed up anyway, and then they make the playoffs, and the place goes berserk, and there's tickets, and you know, and people are buying them, and it was a great place, atmosphere to watch a game. But sorry, guys, too late. You're Show for- up during the regular season. You don't have to fill it up with 28,000. Right. How about 20? 20,000. How about 18, 19? If you can get 18,000 plus 19,000, 20,000 at, at Amelie Arena and sell it every night, there's no reason, even though there's twice as many games, there's no reason you can't for a baseball game put 20,000, especially for the reasonable price that the Trop has. I got a question for you then. You're familiar. Your son lives in downtown Tampa. Chili, uh, Channel side. All right. I give you two tickets. Behind the dugout for any Rays game you want. Well, let me just say, just a random Rays game. But you have to drive up to Channel Side in rush hour and then go to the stadium. Would you take the tickets? Uh, because having been at the casino last week around 6 p.m., I said, man, I would not want to have to get on that interstate. And there's only one way across the, the bay. And it would be two hours in nonstop gridlock. I can see their argument. The op- the uh, population has grown since I got here in, in 1994. So I've been here 25 years. And a ride up to the airport, straight up, uh, you know, from 275 to 75, sure. was a hour drive. That was it, tops. I didn't have to worry about traffic. So it was, nowadays, it's kind of like New York. I have to give another hour just to make sure there's no accidents, there's no traffic or anything like that. So I get your point. But if you're talking about going up there and having a season ticket, no. If I bought season tickets, it would probably be if I had clients and I'd give it to them and i go to a few games. But if you offered me one ticket, yeah, I would. If a couple games a year, absolutely, I'd go up there. You'd have to you'd have to work another two hours of travel time in. If I have to, the same thing I do with the airport. I would I would put it into you know into the program. I yeah. guess you're a bad example because you do about anything. You're a little on the neurotic side when it comes to that. Absolutely, you're kooky. Yeah, oh, you're a sports fan. I'm a sports. I, fan. I think you're really into sports, aren't you? And I love new stadiums, and I love you know I want to go see it, and then I can judge for myself. Do I like it? Do I don't? I told you, Marlin Stadium. Beautiful, contemporary. Do not like it. It's kind of, uh, it's kind of like Tropicana Field. It's antiseptic. Yes, very much so. Although it's futuristic, there's just something about it. Even if that place filled up, which I don't think it has since it have they ever it, sold out a game. I have no I idea. I bet you they haven't. I bet you opening day they didn't sell. Opening day of season one, they probably didn't sell out. You just don't feel the excitement there. Just something stale about it. As contemporary, beautiful it is. I want a stadium like that looks like a real baseball stadium. I'll tell you what's stale. The product on the field sucks. That does too. Any yeah. player they have, could you imagine the team they could have if they kept the talent that comes through Miami? My God. Well, their fear was always money. Can they keep these guys? But then they went out and spent a lot of money in Stanton and realized not only Stanton, they had Yelich they had to deal with. They had to deal with Azuna. So we're deal talking with? About three How about great- paying them? Yankees seem to have no problem paying anybody who wants, comes on the market. Well, Yelich is, could possibly be a two-time MVP in back, back years. Last year wins it, could win it this year. How, do they, how can they afford him in Milwaukee? Well, they, I don't think he's been free agent targeted yet uh, right. because he's going to be worthy of if you got – Guys like um, what's his name for uh, for uh, Bryce Harper, who gets three hundred twenty-five million dollars. Yelich deserves more. I mean, you're an MVP and possibly twice. But Azuna in St. Louis, Stanton, who was getting at that time had the highest pay contract. I don't know, two hundred fifty thousand, something like that, two hundred fifty million. You can't keep them all. Not even the Yankees can spend two hundred fifty to three hundred million dollars for your three outfielders. At one point, oh, for the well, outfield, I was saying they'll easily spend three hundred million for the whole team. Well, what yeah. is their payroll? I guarantee the payroll's over three hundred. I have no idea. But yeah, but uh, because you got Stanton now, Aaron Judge is going to be a free agent at some point. He's going to command that kind of money. What do you do? Who's going to Who's going to make an offer higher than the Yankees? But you can't keep two guys. Stan, Stan might be traded, and I'll tell you why. Because Stan was out a good portion of the season with an injury. Yes, and they did quite fine without him. 
You're right. I, I mean, mean they, they, he what? was he came back the last couple of weeks of the season, but they were winning these games and winning the division without Stanton in the lineup. So I can expect the Yankees, who need some starting pitching just to shore it up, I can see them going out and making a trade, get rid of the uh, the money from for Stanton and bringing in a high quality pitcher. You saw what they did when Stanton went out. They said, you know, some we need. To, I hear Tampa Bay is sniffing around that Wander uh, and and Canarsian guy. He happens to lead the league in home runs. Yeah, but give him 20 million, bring him in. We'd be left fielder for a few months until he gets back. So not only did they pick up the home run leader just with some petty cash. And Carson they, co- they cock-blocked the race from picking up a big bat. So but the point my point is this. Being in by being right there in downtown Tampa last week, thinking, man, that wouldn't see nothing. It was dark out, seeing nothing but taillights headed over into deeper into downtown and through over the woods and through the bay to the drop. Man, that's a long-ass haul. Not compared with other cities. Not compared with other cities. I used to take us three hours to get to Wrigley Field. But if you put a stadium right there in downtown Tampa, we were at the casino in less than an hour. It doesn't matter. You're going to get a few people from the Sarasota, from the Venice area, North yes. They're going to go to a couple games here. There's no doubt about it. But their, their, their thrive of population is going to come from Tampa right. and the outskirts in that area. And I did the numbers. 600,000 in Pinellas County, 4.1 million if you put it at the Ebor City. 4.1 million. And we're just talking about getting 18,000. I think that's a no-brainer. We're going to Family Arena, in, in, which is would be literally five minutes tops and maybe walkable from Family to Absolutely where, walkable. For where the stadium where the Rays would play. Yeah. If they're drawing 20,000, which Emily and a great arena it is, to watch a game every... I don't know how many years they've had a sellout, but it's been consecutive three or four years that they've sold out. There's no reason why the Rays wouldn't bring 20,000 a game to the... Jake, when you get on that the Selman and head in towards the city, you make that left. You, the bend in the road where you immediately see the cruise ships on the left and you'll see the, um, uh, the ice palace right in front right of you. Sunless. That's where the stadium is, right to your right. That's there the it site. You can see it. My so son would walk there. No question it's an easy walk. It's a very easy walk. And then you got the cruise terminal. How about this? You go up for a Mets-Yankees game on a Wednesday. You take off for your cruise on a Thursday. Oh, it's we just, are planning my life is that a, now. And this is how perfect. about we go up on a Monday? We go to the casino. Wait a minute. We go up on a Sunday. We see a concert at the, uh, the credit union place, the big amphitheater. Have you ever been there? The outside shell, the... the the of amphitheater, yeah, unbelievable yeah, yeah. Well, place. See, when I went, it was called uh, it Ford, Ford Amphitheater. Yeah, they change names every I year. I saw Santana there. I saw the Who there. I saw. I saw uh, great place for a show. A bunch of shows there, especially when it's cool out. Oh, even even great. when it's hot, it's, it's tolerable because it's undercover and they have fans. Okay, you go up, we're going to go up on a Sunday. We're going to see uh, uh, the Who and uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash and Joan Baez. Or right, maybe we can be- do a better concert than that. I like the Who end of it. Yeah, I can take you, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. One of my favorite all-time groups, legendary. Crosby, but Southern Nash Cross. Young. I what got a, goosebumps. Southern Cross is my favorite. Uh, wooden sh- I, I can go through a litany of uh, of songs. Just there are uh, you know Hall of Famers. You realize just why she ran away? Think about man, those lyrics are deep, boy. All right, so those Ray's- are deep lyrics. Okay, so Monday we go to a concert. Tuesday we're going to go to the casino. Wednesday we're going to go to a ball game. Thursday, we're heading out on a three-day cruise, a party cruise, just you and me, buddy, all without ever leaving the city. We don't even need a car to do that. You can Uber it. And the night, we can come the night before and stay at my son's house and walk 100 oh, yards right to the bed. And if we get bored, we're going to take the trolley, the drunk trolley, to Ybor City and have 300 bars, strip clubs, and gentlemen's places of relaxation. What are you doing Sunday, by the way? I'm coming over with you, buddy. No, I was, oh. You know what I was thinking? What's that? The Mets, no, the Jets are on Monday night. I'm thinking, I think this is a great idea. Oh, I like this. I like where and, you're and, headed with this. The, I don't care even where it goes and, from here. <laughs> and the Buccaneers have a bye week next week, which Roger, I think is a Roger. perfect timing. Thank Coming God. back from London. I need a break from that. I can't take a week of it. Why don't we go up to uh, a channel side, have breakfast with my son, and watch the, the 1 o'clock games there, and then come home for the second half uh, for the 4 o'clock games. You know something? Is that a possibility? No I, women? Just, I'll pick you up, and we'll boy, get on 75 and head club? up there. I'll ask my I son, can, Josh. I can guarantee you that El Squared will give me up for the morning. She'll probably say keep for 72-hour oh, minimum. Sounds like my wife. <laughs> Perfect. That's why the relationship works. All right, I'm into that. All right, I'll call Aaron, see if he's make sure he's clean, You know, meaning no no scheduling, no uh, no broadcast anywhere for the uh, non-existent buck by week. And we go up there and have breakfast and go watch the game at his place. How, how early are we talking? We 7 a.m.? No, we go. We leave at eight thirty. Get there at nine thirty. Oh shit! I was there at eight eight thirty yesterday at Buffalo Wild Wings. We leave at eight thirty. I'll pick you up from your house. You get up eight fifteen. Shower, please shower, 
And then we'll oh, head up please. there. Oh, please. I would never. Right. I'm a very... I, I'm crazy about my hygiene at Let this me, particular uh, point in my down. life. Call Aaron. Call my other son, Josh. Call Aaron. Uh, uh, sounds like a great time. What, right. ga- what games are on next weekend? I'll tell you this. Well, we to, I mean, there's always great games. Well, we're gonna, we'll, leave it, we'll leave it at the end of the first game. The games are about 4 o'clock, so we're home for the second half because there's some you know, good second half uh, You know what I would games. say? But it's, it's, it's not happened up there. And they, boy, they dropped the ball on this. A, I was really giving them some heat down there at the, uh, at the Hard Rock the other night when we were there. First off, I get a I get a coupon saying I have two hundred fifty dollars in free play. I would not have gone unless I had this coupon that says they're giving me two fifty in free play. And I invite Fernandes to come along, and I say I got two fifty of free drinks. Help me crush it. Was it specific which Hollywood Rock? I didn't know because they're all Seminoles. You would think, but did you look after yeah, you went but, up there? Yeah, Tell she, the he story. showed me. It said Hollywood, and it says. Oh, those are only uh, redeemable in Hollywood. I said, you don't run the same special here? No, our specials are different. Let me talk to somebody. So they did the Seinfeld. I said, look at them. The other girl, I go, they really look like they're talking over there. We open their mouth mumbling and they're saying nothing. So the girl goes, you look like a rock star. I go, would you love to find out, toots? So she comes over. I said, I should say she was, he was a little light in the pants. He goes, I'm sorry, can't help you. I go, can you put a little something on there? I said, I drove all the way up here based on getting a couple of $18 free drinks. Again, he went back. It really looks like you're talking over there. The girl goes, <laughs> another girl comes over and she goes, are you the singer for a cheap trick? I said, if I say yes, can I get two fifty dollars and free cocktails? They did nothing. I sat at the bar. This fat lady who lost all her money gave me half her nachos. Even L Squared wouldn't come in there and, and let me use her card to get a free drink because they make a big deal out of it. Wait, and she couldn't talk her way into it? No. That's unbelievable. Oh, L Squared, she had over 350 And listen to this, Jake. I'm starting to get some, some there's some heat building up. There's some tension. The, the beginning of the conversation was this. I'd say we could stop at the Hard Rock on the way home. They don't have a sports bar. They had Monday Night Football on one TV in the whole fucking casino. Where is this? The Hard Rock, $700 million. No, 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 That's no, not no, necessarily no. true. They don't have one. T- Every, the blackjack tables are surrounded by TVs. But we went to the alleged, well, I, I went to the corner bar. I, I will take that back. The new and improved sports bar in the center, it's called the center bar. They do have a big screen on each side, so I, I could have went there. But $14 drinks? Who the fuck would go there to watch a game? Uh, it's just insanity. It is insanity. And they're tighter. Unless you win a lot of money gambling. Jake, screw football. You know what they have there? The suit that Paul wore in Hard Day's Night. That in itself is I touched it. it. It's not even under glass. I could have snagged a son of a bitch. <laughs> it's just sitting out in the open. All the right. suit from Hard Day's Night. I know. I get it. It was tweed. It was like a, a really rough kind of coarse tweed. Mohair, I think they called Say it. weed? No, it's, it's not, not a weed, weed suit. Oh. That was the oh. later on in their oh. later years. All right. Here's the sit- next week of 1 o'clock games. Yes. Uh, the biggest pile of crap games you can ever imagine. Let me tell you the schedule. Miami, uh, 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 who went for the two-point conversion, I don't, bl- <laughs> I don't blame them. I, I do. Get, I, I know. Against Washington, you want to win the game outright. I guess it's, so. You, you don't want to go to overtime. What Just kind of a stupid it. play calls that little flange out pass? The guy drops the perfect pass. All right, so you got Miami at Buffalo. Horrible. Buffalo's playing well. Yeah, they Buffalo's good. Or, Miami sucks. Runner. I'm giving you the combination. Okay. Houston-Indianapolis is a decent game. It's in Indianapolis. They're playing better, and of course Houston has uh, what's his name, uh, Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Watson, and they're playing very well right now. They're at the peak of their uh, they are. season. Arizona Giants, both teams not very good. Well, oh, that little quarterback's fun to watch. Uh, Murray's fun to watch, but again, not a prime time game. Oakland at Green Bay, eh, Green yeah. Bay should win that game. <laughs> that would have been a good game in about '68. Atlanta three years ago, two years ago would have been good. Now they they have pile of crap. One they win, are. and they play Rams who are struggling so much now. Bad game. Here's the only game that I'd say is worthwhile. Minnesota versus Detroit. Detroit, tough schedule. Minnesota coming off a good victory at home yesterday against Philly. Detroit tonight, Monday Night Football at Green Bay. Next week, they're home against Minnesota. That could be a great matchup. Wow, that's, that's your highlight game is Minnesota-Detroit? And that's a decent game, but it shouldn't be your highlight, but that's it. San Francisco-Washington. San Francisco win that game probably 35 to 10. All right, so then we race, like out, race back home. What are the 4 o'clock? 4 o'clock games. Chargers struggling against Tennessee, struggling. Baltimore, okay against Seattle, Okay. We had a big win yesterday, by the way. Oh, yeah, a nice win. Here's the big game next week. Uh, there are two big games at 4 o'clock, and they're both well, – actually, I should say, the 425 game, which we will be home by the middle of the second quarter, 
New Orleans at Chicago, good game. Not bad. But primetime game, Philadelphia struggling 3-3 three and three against Dallas and Dallas. That's the 8 o'clock game. Uh, they're both 3-3. Three and three. So that's a good, that's a good game. Be How about this? I got, I'll, I'll, I'll add a, a third uh, caveat onto this. You pick me up. We go to Tampa, have, have breakfast, head over to your son's, watch a ball game, or maybe your son doesn't want us at his house. Well, that's what I'm going to find out. Yeah, I mean, don't invite yourself. We're not going up there and spending an hour. It's about, a, from where you are, probably a 50-minute drive. Because if that doesn't work, you come over to the all-new and improved Oslo Guitar Emporium slash Man Cave Done. with two 55-inch screens. Done. Jets doesn't play. Jets don't play till Monday night. I got it all, Buccaneers baby. don't play. We'll two go lazy there. boys, two men. We might even record it as a show. And I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll discuss pregame. Screw your at Bre- son. We'll- Make him get on a big market station. Then we'll go up there and talk to him. Now I get Aaron. Look, he's either- a big successful. That he smells terrific. Look, either way, we're doing Sunday. Whether it's up in Channel Side having breakfast or your place having breakfast, and we're going to discuss our betting, my five dollar bets. And whatever you want to put on the games, we'll, decide, we'll divulge a game plan, and we'll bet the same team so we can root together. Okay. I have, right? a, I have a bet online AG account, which is out of Britain. Those people, and by those people, I mean myself. I mean, who, I mean most people come from the English, or Euro, everyone's from European descent. Mine is Poland. Us European. Yes, it um, is. Really, you're Polish. You and Greg. Polish Jews. Well, you had a rough run. I, uh, yeah, it was very... You get but anyway, the, you were saying. Yeah, you won the you won the war, though. I'm not getting into the Holocaust. Hey, you right know, now. I got some heat from from uh, L Squared about what? Why do you have these nasty things? I said I make my fun of myself more than anybody. I say those Irish drunks with a little cane. Oh, you t- you're you you just take. I you love with a gra- all people. You take you like a with a grain of salt. It's I like- love the differences. I embrace them. If we were all like me, I'd hate everyone. You don't, yeah, you don't have a I hate racist, myself. You don't have a racist bone in your body. I know. I, I, I know. Let me put it this way. You despise all. White people piss me off more than any other. White Anglo-Saxons are the biggest oh, a-holes on earth. God, now I'm going to get you fired from whatever. What, for, I own the company here. <laughs> oh, I love That's people true. of all creeds and colors. <laughs> you know, this I heard it. Patrice O'Neill, comedian. I didn't really check him out much. I heard an interview did with Ron Bennington up there in Sirius Satellite. Funny guy. He's passed away. Hilarious guy. He goes, you know when somebody's racist? <laughs> when they go to the, I don't care if he's black, white, purple, or green. Wait a second. Purple or green? I think even blacks, Jewish people, Puerto Rican, all races increased. We can all agree we don't like purple people. We need all. <laughs> Martians can be if anybody, very yeah, they're disruptive. Dicks. They're disruptive. They're assholes. Yeah. So, if anybody ever goes to the purple or green card, they're racist. <laughs> Who came up with the idea the Martians were purple, though? Some some fantasy writer, probably L. Ron Hubbard. If he would have stuck to it, well, he couldn't have made any more money than making that cult. Remember when Walmart used to sell those books? And I'd walked, it was like the late to mid-80s when Walmart really took over in prominence. Is he Scientology, L. Ron yeah. Hubbard? And I walked by, because they used to sell them in the, like in the little kiosk section. Yes, and I said, remember. I said, is that like a science fair? Are those like a Star Wars novel? Is that some kind of series? Because that, you know, he invented the whole shtick from his hospital bed on morphine because he got his leg blown up in World War II. And he thought he was a fantasy writer before the war. He's on morphine, laid up in the hospital thinking, how can I parlay my, 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 self, my mildly successful science fiction and some kind of kooky religion, which involves the-, the army? We were going to wear uniforms. You know, they all wore sea uniforms. Did not know that. Oh, yeah, they all wore army uniforms. There was no freaking army. And the thing was, you wanted to make your mind clear. You make cleared your mind, and he would fill it, but your mind was clear. So where does he make his headquarters? Find me somewhere with clear in the name. I got Clearwater, Florida. Good. Get down there. Those hicks, they'll buy anything. So he bought up all of Clearwater, Florida with his money. He's, their main thing is get celebrities. Get celebrities because people follow celebrities. He had a brilliant plan. He built a cult. He built a cult. That's what he did. An absolute, and I can't believe that intelligent people still fall for that, but believe what you want. I I'll tell you what, that Lisa, the Remy, the girl from uh, the... Uh, Leah Remy. Leah Remy. Remini. Oh, she's King gorgeous. of Queens. Gorgeous. And what? She put her ass on the line with that she TV did. show because they will rub you out if they don't like you, but it would be too obvious of a hit. They'll rub you out. It was too obvious of a hit. If, they, if she came up missing, then you'd know that they were greasy. Look, we got Ukrainian mobsters involved with our government. What is happening to our country? We're not... Are we, oh, I lived here for 35 years. I didn't know that, that Clearwater is the hub of Scientology, the whole yeah. world. Oh, they yeah. all come here like it's the uh, 
Mecca, Basically, like it's Jerusalem. It's like its own little city. You walk out there, you know, they're, I think they have walls. Like Trump yeah. is talking about building a, a wall and a, uh, what is it, a, a moat around uh, Mexico. So you come in, you've got to go through the alligators and sharks and things like that. I think they got that at Scientology. They do. And they like at work camps and shit. Crazy. Jesus. And it's no holds barred. Ozzy and Jake, as we come up to the conclusion of another week of our program, we didn't even bring up college football just quickly. This week was a great, um, great cast of games. I will tell you this, you know, there's, with Georgia going down there's, and Florida going down, there's going to be big changes. You've got to look at what Wisconsin has done in back-to-back game, destroying Michigan, then coming back, and 38 nothing to against a great defensive-minded team like Michigan State. Right. What do you do now? Clemson has, I mean, they played Florida State, so they have a bounce-back game after a horrible game against North Carolina. Alabama, Ohio State, uh, Notre Dame gets by the skin of the teeth and gets, yes, a top-25 team in USC. LSU against Florida this week. There's going to be some changes, but, boy, we had some really solid games on TV. Absolutely, and the Red River, Red River, don't call us the shootout. You see how they quietly changed the name of the Red River shootout? You're about Oklahoma, to, Texas? Yeah, to the Red River Showdown. Showdown. Because of Good all the thinking. shootings. Good thinking. Where our new quarterback in Tampa Bay currently resides, Mr. Jalen, don't call me Dick Hurts. That kid is unbelievable. Well, there's another guy who oh. is going to go number. Is it going to be Tua? Is it going to be Hurts? I, I take Hurts. He's played for Alabama, and now he's going to win a Heisman at uh, I, at I, Oklahoma. I, I, well, that's up for uh, no, not that he will win, won't win a Heisman trophy. But as far as debate, who's the better quarterback? We'll do that I as take, we get closer. I'll take Hurts. He's got more experience, but just as in starts in college alone. Thank God, college went to. You know, the idea that you can switch college teams and you don't have to sit down for a year, that you can get right in. It's because it makes it fair to these college players. Sure. And good for Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Texas. And thank God Texas is back as a high-rank, solid it. team. That is a great matchup. Love the Oklahoma-Texas game that, this past That thing goes weekend. back to the 1870s. I mean, great the, game. Like, I mean, that thing goes over 125 years they've been playing the Red River shootout. I'll call it the shootout. You I still call, call them the Washington Bullets. I still call them the Bullets. With uh, Earl the Pearl Monroe. Yeah, that asshole on the bench screaming at people. Remember that guy? He made a career out of screaming at players. Gu- he wrote books about it. Gus Johnson, Wes Unsell, great teams over Washington sure. Bulls. No um, doubt. Phil Chenier came Bull, up afterwards. The greatness that was Manute. Yeah, but I think Bull was there when they were the, uh, the um, oh, no. Wizards. He sported a Bullets. All right. He sported a Bullets jersey. All right, so who I got, you- a, bet, I got a, a bet question for you really quick or a thing to throw at you. Get The... L Square and I were going to go halfsies on an account this year. It didn't happen. It just follow the pros. Follow the pros. They give you three picks a week or whatever service you use. They, they rank their picks. We're going to go with the number one pick every week. And I haven't followed it closely as I should have because of all the carnage and chaos going on with it. Everything's so crazy. But the guy, I still get him. Five star. His play of the week last week was the yeah. Patriots laying 18 against the Giants. Giants on a Monday Night Affair. And is he... Suggested using fifty units. Now you know a unit is ten percent of your of your wad. Basically, spending half your month your earnings in week five or what do we in week six? That's a big chunk and of change t- on an eighteen point game. And you saw they covered the eighteen barely. Thirty five fourteen. A was greasy the final. finish. This is what I got out of that game, and I brought up I think early. It's 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 an over an hour ago since we started the show. I don't remember if we if, we, if I brought this up or if we talked be off the air. The bottom line to me, watching the Patriots against the Giants, Giants played very well. That game was a lot closer than the score. Sure. Brady looks old. Uh, not Doesn't mean he can't get the job done. It certainly can. But they're limited without Gronkowski. Uh, Michelle, their offensive line seemed to struggle. Michelle didn't have a great game. The only solid receiver, Josh Gordon, has taken a step back after two or three years of hiatus of not playing really uh, NFL football because he was out for drugs and this and that. But Edelman seems to be the only bona fide quality receiver. Defense is good, but they haven't played a high-powered offense. I think the Patriots can be beaten. Well, that's a great argument, and that argument was made last year, right up until the playoffs. They got hot one Super Bowl. I said the same thing last year. I yeah, said but this is the year. Was part this is of the year. Team. Right? He's not on the team anymore. He's getting back into broadcasting. Boy, he's a great guy. But he looks as dumb as a freaking hubcap, well, man. He looks, <laughs> he look, you know what? He's got a great personality. He does. People like him. But this isn't Michael Strand. This isn't, uh, what's his name on uh, Fox, uh, uh, Howie, Howie Long. Right. He's not a cerebral fella. I don't know if he'll ever get to that. But, you know, they're usually good. Tony Romo is, is, you know, of course, great. Wow, is he good. Most of these guys, it's like 
when you go and do a movie, you have a casting agent that goes out for a film and says, I think this person will fit the role well. These guys can look at a, uh, a person, they hear him and they say, you know what? They got quality status not only on the field, but on the broadcast booth. I don't know if Goskowski has it or Gronkowski has it. Uh, who maybe give him another year or two? I think he's looking at looking for a team that needs a player towards the end of the season. Uh, my, wouldn't wouldn't my, rule it out at all. My other son, who lives with his fiance, who is a big Patriot fan, but a very not an arrogant one. Uh, my son Josh thinks that he'll be back in, in, in on the football field in the next two or three years. He could. I got because, one. I got one for you. How about the uh, Buccaneers are looking for a quarterback? I think they want to go with a veteran. I don't think that Arians has time to sit around and groom a guy. How about Andrew Luck wants to play football beginning next year? Is he oh. still property of the Indiana Apple Colts? I'm sure that he's property of the Colts. We'll give Colts. me a first-round pick. I'm telling you, we're bringing in a free-agent quarterback, a, a, well, big, a named guy, and taking a, a, a rookie. Well, those are the questions. Will uh, And I'm not going to gloat, but I am going to say this. Last year, I thought that Cincinnati four-pick game, I didn't think. Every major talking head in the U.S. and Tampa Bay, guys who had their... If nose eight inches up, Winston's behind. Said, "You know, some it's time. I've seen enough. It's time to get. It's time to turn the page. It's not working here." Somehow he wiggled off the hook. He didn't look great at the end of the season. He just didn't throw the picks that he was throwing before. All right, he got off to a semi-good start. Very, you know, not moving the ball. You know, you can't argue with the, the offensive numbers. Be it garbage, be it mop up, be it whatever. But the wheels came off yesterday, and he showed every flaw glaringly. He doesn't have a good footwork. He has no presence in the pocket. How do you stand there with the ball, knowing that these guys? Gerald McCoy had a field day on him yesterday. Uh, here, here's the issue. Let's go. So to I'm step. not going to gloat that I was right because we're all on the same team. Let's just get a new quarterback and how about we start over and start winning some freaking games in Tampa Bay instead of a. You can't ride a bike with a broken wheel. All right, don't go off the deep end at the end of the show. We started with the Buccaneers. We'll end with the Buccaneers. I was going to go through the what should be the top four in the uh, in college football. We'll do that next week. No more, no more Here's I had issue. him going to get me some Xanax. Look, I brought you, and you definitely need it. I brought this up last week. All right. Yeah, yeah. First, I'll get a Winston. 30 of 54, not horrible, not great. Five interceptions, horrible. 400 yards passing. The problem is, they got two quality, decent, good, solid running backs in Jones and Peyton Barber. 14 rushes, that's it. 42 yards. Yeah. Stop passing the ball. Develop a ground game. Maybe that will help out. These guys can run. One's more of a slasher. One's more of a hard-nosed runner. But you know what? Use them more, and maybe Jameis Winston won't have to throw the ball downfield as much or he'll have more receivers open because they do have quality. Again, Evans dropped a lot of balls. Godwin's great. Uh, and you got two. Uh, Howard's, of course, has been a disappointment. Between him and Bright, though, you got quality tight ends. Throw the ball. Stop throwing the ball. Start with the run. Develop the run game. You'll see less interceptions. You'll see a better Jameis Winston. I had Cam Braid as my pick to click. Start him in fantasy. Boom. Another horrific week for me. I'm cutting the cord on O.J. Howard. Now Gurley's out. And I go with my, my, my rock star, Mahomes, only gives me 12 points. And I sat the little quarterback from Arizona and went for 28. I fire myself for the second time this season, Jake. I can't pick my nose when it comes to fantasy sports. Can't do it. It's hard. I suck. <laughs> There you go. Exactly. You got me riled up. Anyway, this, it was, uh, like, you it was know, a, a lot of Buccaneers, a lot of London, a, lot, a little bit of the Rays, some college football. You got a lot of, and nothing else but sports. Nothing really off the We didn't uh, touch on the uh, playoffs other than they're up and running in a great game last night, a long one in Houston. All I can say is tomorrow's matchup, as they go to New York for the next three, is one of the better highlighted matchup. Cole has been terrific. He won game five against the Rays. Whoa. Guy's got nasty stuff, plus a 98-mile-an-hour fastball against Luis Severino, who came back at the end of the season for the Yankees. Now he's primed for a playoff game. That'll be a fun matchup tomorrow. Game three, ALLCS, American League Championship Series, tomorrow night. Actually, it's a 4 o'clock game. It's Love not it. the prime game. You know, we never even touched on the Rays because it goes without saying. Well, we did kind it, of. It, it was just bonus. It was added time. Everyone, nobody... I'm not mad that they lost to the. It's, there's no shame in losing that. What a two-game stretch they they had last week. It was thrilling postseason baseball. That's all you can ask Here's for. Here's the one question I have before we wrap this up. Charles Morton had a great year. He's a quality guy. Do you sign him long term? If you do, what do you give him? Three years, sixty million dollars? Just say they better rack up at least twenty million because that's it, what he's going to draw. As a Met fan, if they don't sign him, Mets most likely they're going to get rid of Zach Wheeler. He's a free agent. He's probably moving on. 
I go after Trolley more. I told you last week that the Dodgers don't make the at least go to the second round of the playoffs or win the World Series, that there'd be trouble brewing on that Dodger bench. Ker- Kershaw, playoff-wise, uh, that had Well, uh, there's trouble brewing on the Dodger bench, so they might be interested in Mr. Madden as well. It's unbelievable that... No, never uh, say never when it comes to teams swapping out somebody when they... A guy like Madden, who they consider a once-in-a-lifetime type of manager. Kershaw He's, comes in... Up three to one. What bring him in to close it out, or at least get through the eighth. Back-to-back pitches, home runs. To watch him, I'm telling you, I like Kershaw. Nothing against him. Hall of Fame, no doubt. First ballot, the whole thing. I have never seen a guy that talented throw back-to-back pitches in a clutch situation. Meatballs. Yeah. How about Howie Kendrick, who had a horrible series defensively to hit the grand slam against the hands, bite the hand that once fed him. I'll tell what you. a scene that was. And good, God bless. The national fans, they'd never won a series before. And how about our boy Dave Martinez, who spent 10 years uh, trailing, uh, yeah. playing a uh, step and fed for Joe Madden. Hey, Jay Martinez is a great guy. Uh, props to him. I hope the Nationals win it all. I agree. Now, well, I, 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 I look, the idea of Bryce Harper sitting there and going, I got $300 million, but they won without me. What does that say? Oh, that that, that kind of makes me feel good, but at the same time, I really don't want. I, He's stuck I, I, in Philadelphia. He watches his team go to the, the, the second round of the, of the postseason, a guest, a season away from the uh, series away from the World Series, and they saved what three hundred million. I, I think oh. I, I don't think St. Louis has enough pitching to come back from uh, two down, going back to uh, Washington with, of course, Strasburg, Scherzer, and Corbin. That is to me is a team to be, and I want to see the matchup Houston against Washington. But I'd love to see either Houston or St. Louis win it again. I guarantee you, Dave Martinez, one of his first phone calls was from, from one California Joe. They're very close. I called that whole thing. I am Ostradamus. I called Pinella to the to the Rays, and then I called Pinella to the Cubs before it ever even happened. I called Madden to the Cubs, Jim Hickey to the Cubs. I call it all. All right, Bucks have a bye week next week, so you can sit Thank back, relax. God, I couldn't take another Sunday that has beat. And we'll be talking what's upcoming for the Buccaneers, any news on the Rays, more on what's happening in baseball college football rankings all coming up next week when we finish up no holds bars with ozzy and jake absolutely jake great show as always hey there's a lot of college football week nights now you get those uh, mac matchups those toledo northern illinois if you need them and we yeah, all need quality matchups hey man i'm not my northern illinois ah! i grew up on the campus all right for jake gibson Ozzy the sports junkie go to ozzy the 11 platforms now this show could be heard on and not only do I promote the hell out of it all over the place? Now, you'll see the Joe Buck fan. My buddies up there, they they only have about, oh, 300, 400, 700,000 followers. So we're slowly climbing the ladder, at least, of respectability. Jake, have a great week, buddy. You too, pal. This is Leroy Selman, Buccaneer Hall of Famer, and you're listening to Ozzy, the Sports Junkie, on the Sports Junkie Radio Network. Stupor, Cotty. Well, look at this shit. Look at it. I can't believe you. Yes, it was nice. What happened? I can't take it. I can't can take it no more. I go to Florida. I go somewhere with the sun. I can't take it no more. I gotta go. Oh!